Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 320, Managing Communications and Processes. Indie Music Podcast now has a Patreon on patreon.com slash indie underscore musiccast, and we invite you to become a member for exclusive benefits. For next to nothing per month, you can get members-only podcast video, early access to upcoming episodes, merch, and more. This morning, Matt and I get together for coffee and talk about keeping in touch with customers, letting them know when we're away, and having policies that we stick to for time to respond. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Hey, there you are. Good morning. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Glad it's Saturday. Yeah, me too. I've been up. Uh, Oh gosh, uh, yeah, I've already been up for five and a half hours. I think five and a half. Oh, I've yeah. been up for a few. Already did a I did a client project already this morning. Oh, did you? Yep. I was, the weekend I, free to do yard work. I did the puppy project. <laughs> oh, the puppy project. How's that all going? My my pet project. You know? there you go, pet project. Nice. <laughs> it's going. It's a lot of energy, and not yours. No, well, no, <laughs> mine's getting expended and they have like an unlimited supply. Right. That's funny. <laughs> and you can probably hear them in the background. There's something going on. No, actually I can't. No? No. Okay, good. Yeah, they're they're hitting about negative 42, so it should be easy to... Um, <laughs> easy to cut out with the <laughs> noise gate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you'll notice my new... Uh, my new Oh, suspended yeah. microphone setup. I'm trying this out this week. Digging it? Yeah, I'm really like digging it. this dynamite um inline amp. It's really uh yeah. it's kind of a game changer for me. Is that the the Q9U I see there? It is the Q9U. So nice. I look like a professional podcaster all of a sudden. You certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> um I haven't used it for a voice project yet, but um I have one coming up and I will try it out on that. Nice. But next week, next week I'll have something else up here. But I'm just I'm just running through my my mic locker and seeing how they all perform. You have a locker? Do you really like? Really no, a I just call it that. <laughs> it's not a real locker. <laughs> that would be annoying because I'm the only one that uses it. Why would I lock it up? See if we could have like uh, um, um, uh, those lockers, like Leaving Richmond has. Oh yeah, all of the painted the different colors and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that was pretty slick. Yeah, I was kind of digging on those. I, I was like, I got this wall over here, you know, and I don't know what colors, you know, I think I thought the colors thing was really cool because it kind of like, you know, was a good backdrop for what he was doing. Right. You know, but I'm yeah, so the only like thing was that gloss it's, black it, in here. But. They're very reflective, though, of sound, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so, too. But, and I, you know, every time I look at like doing something, I'm like, well, that's going to reflect. <laughs> right. <laughs> How's that going to reflect on me, you know? How's that going to reflect? Yeah, exactly. I know. I do the same thing. I'm like, well, I could do that, but then that's going to change the way it sound bounces around in here. Yeah. You can't overthink that so, stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty much can only buy soft things. <laughs> soft desk, soft cabinets. Yeah. You know, carpeted. <laughs> carpeted. <laughs> carpeted bookshelves. Yeah. Can you imagine? Carpeted bookshelves. <laughs> 
You know, when I was a kid, we had wall-to-wall carpeting. It was like a, a thing. It and was a thing in the 70s. It was. And, uh, it, you know, and I think a lot of it was so that we didn't, like, break our heads open. Probably uh, true. Because there were soft surfaces all around. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, I had uh, I have four siblings. So, um, oh, okay. I have two. You know, and there were, there were fists and elbows and all kinds of stuff going on, you know. And, wiffle uh, bats. <laughs> wiffle bats. There were wiffle bats, yep. We used to fights. take uh, the wiffle balls and wrap duct tape around them, mm. and uh, so you could like they'd actually like you know you could you throw, throw them harder, harder, and they hit yeah. harder, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you could you know, um, but then you had to like duct tape the wiffle ball bat so it wouldn't like split in half when you right. hit it. But then then it was like you could like really <laughs> launch that wiffle ball. You know, we so. used tennis balls. We oh, uh, did you? yeah we we just threw the wiffle balls away. Used <laughs> Duct tape the wiffle ball bat and then use tennis balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, good times, good times. So we were uh, had having a brief little, very brief, like one post uh, <laughs> each on uh, Twitter, and uh, you were talking about um, you just configured your email in HubSpot. What was that? What was going on? Oh, well, I just thought I'm just trying to do better with my, um, with my integration and, and, and my just, just kind of streamlining my backend processes. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to have, you know, HubSpot track my client conversations via email so that it's kind sure. of integrated, but I didn't want it capturing stuff like emails from Amazon. So I was, oh. I just wanted to make sure that there was a way to do that without like importing my entire inbox. Are you... Are you are you sending and receiving from HubSpot? I could if okay. it was so integrated. So if you're using uh, and you indicated Gmail, so um, mm-hmm. if you're using the Gmail client, you get to choose whether or not you um, track a conversation. Oh, so that's there's what I a do. and so are you using Chrome? I am using Chrome. So there's a Chrome extension for okay. HubSpot, and you put that in, and then uh, you'll just be able to choose what to uh, what to track or not. Okay. And and be wary. There's there's one thing about it that I've actually contacted support on, and that is if I open a tracked email from my phone, yeah, it tends to start blowing up my notifications oh. uh, that the tracked email has been opened, and I I put in like an IP filter mm-hmm. for my phone's IP, but like. Sometimes my phone's on Wi-Fi. Sometimes my phone's on oh, right. cellular network. I right. could be on a different cellular tower where I got a different IP, and uh, you know, or something like that. You know, I'm, not, I'm really not sure, but that has uh, caused me to have to go in and and uh, tailor my notifications for the HubSpot app on my phone. Okay, so I do get notifications for HubSpot, but I do not have notifications for my email because I don't want I don't want to know every time I get an email. Oh uh, yeah, well I get. Uh, red dot counters um yes. but i and i do get a, a vibration but i i don't have any auto, I, I can't stand if if you know me i i mean cannot stand it is my pet peeve is is phone notifications is mm. beeps chirps whatever custom things you have if it makes noise on your phone i hate it okay and <laughs> good to know <laughs> and yeah and so my my phone is is always silent and uh um uh, for that reason, you know, it just mm-hmm. really, it, it, man, I, no, I, I hate it. It too. sets me off. Like, you it's know, like you feel like you're a slave to the device. A yeah. and B, it's just a constant interruption of your, of, of everything. 
Yeah. So I have mine in silent all the time. It only notifies me for I get a ping of its Slack, which is always you. And it it it, <laughs> it go it buzzes for um calendar notifications. Like if I know I have an appointment or something, I do want it to tell me that. Yeah. And um also for SMS messages, which yep. is usually either some important system down or uh, a family family notifications almost yeah. always. And what's cool is, is I've got all that channeled through Slack now. So the only notifications I actually get are from Slack related oh, to calendar and um you know, other, uh, other notifications that you might get, like what you're talking about with uh, uh, server down notifications or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, anything that I have like that website, like I have a website down tracker. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it lets yeah. me know if the site's down. So I've got that channeled in to notify, notify Slack. And so Slack, I just, everything is sort of uh, um, funneled into Slack. So it's a one place for me. Well, that's smart. Yeah. I know you're good with you know, systems and, and outlook, you know, we've got the outlook plugin. Um, mm hmm. And uh, so I get those there. Do you have your own? You have your own Slack account, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a Slack channel, but uh, I don't use it. I only ever use yours because you're the only person I ever talked to on Slack. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because I I use it for, and I actually I use it for HubSpot too. So. Uh, yeah, it does integrate with HubSpot. Now, yeah. um, other other small business people have just said that they hate that. Slack makes them kind of feel like they're infinitely available, which is a pet peeve of mine. Um, I like to have those boundaries. I don't want to have people. I mean, I, certain people I'm close to, clients maybe that are friends now, can text me. Yeah. But I don't want them pinging me on Slack. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to have the appearance of, in quotes, of uh, infinitely available. And, uh, you know, it's, it's up to you as to uh, what you want your response time response to time to be you know mm -hmm. and i mean there's things like you know facebook messenger that actually like times you and you know, and starts giving you ratings based on your on your time and and i don't you know do they really or, yeah oh yeah if you integrate that with your business page you're correct yep um which i have done and yet nobody has ever messaged me that way <laughs> you know and you miss one and it blows your percentage you know and you know yeah. and you don't get back to it the next day or whatever but I find it easy to um, um, get around that because I have automated uh, responses. Yeah, I have that um, set up. <laughs> and so uh, automated, you know, uh, if you have an automated response, that actually um, happens immediately. And, and then uh, if you're concerned about your uh, response time stats, then that, that'll take care of that for you. But yeah. every, like every, everywhere that I'm at. So my website, you contact me on my website, whether it be I have a website chat and I also mm -hmm. have, uh, you know, email from the website. And I have an automated response that'll go out from either of those if I'm not available. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, I have a, uh, my policy is I'm going to get back to anybody in no later than 24 hours. Same. You know, unless it's like over the weekend or something like that. So it's the yeah. next, you know, the next business day. Um, and that, that goes for Facebook and, and Instagram too. And I have uh, auto replies oh, okay. set up on those as well uh, for Messenger. And so, so I... I feel like I give the idea of uh, infinitely available, um, mm -hmm. um, and but with my own boundaries of I'm gonna it'll be 24 hours at at the most I'm gonna get back to you, and I usually respond within uh, you know an hour or less, uh, sure. you know to be honest, you know. But uh, uh, sometimes I'm in session and I'm I'm not taking messages and things like yeah. that, or yeah. you know, or meetings and things. So because I I don't like to uh, um, be in a meeting where someone. And, uh, and then go, oh, wait, you know, and I'm going over to. Oh, no, that's uh, terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you know that that stuff has got to wait. That's and like when you go to a store and you're standing there in front of the person, and they take a phone call, and they prioritize <laughs> the phone call over you standing there instead yeah. of just going, "Hi, I'm with the customer. Can you hold a moment? Thank you." Yeah, and either that or writing checks. Those two things. You know? <laughs> no, that's the other one. <laughs> Especially when they're like, "Oh, I have to pay. Let me get out my checkbook now." Like, look, did you look, not son, think that's you were in a store? check. We had those when we were little. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good point about response time. So my, I mean, I don't, I don't really have posted policies. I just have personal policies on that. And mm-hmm. it's basically 24 hours for an email and uh, more or less an hour, no less than two. I mean, no more than two hours for uh, any kind of like SMS or, or instant messenger. Um, yeah. And I think every, every one of those automated responses everywhere that you're at is an opportunity to um, provide them a link to go somewhere and check out what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do that. So everywhere that I, you know, um, and, and, and some of it is, hey, you know, if you're contacting for, oh, my light just fell. Did that mess up? No, no, okay. it just, it made the, it made the camera shake. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to uh, mess with it here. So I'll leave it where it is. I think I got a shadow over here now, but um uh, what was I saying before my light <laughs> went? <laughs> uh, you were saying that uh, every oh. auto response is an opportunity to send somebody somewhere to let them know what you're. Yeah, what you have yeah. Gone, so take advantage cool of idea. that type of thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, um, if it's someone you know messaging you on uh, a social network, uh, you know, to, to your business channel, uh, odds mm-hmm. are they're wanting you to uh, download their latest YouTube video, and <laughs> right. uh, you know, <laughs> or. Uh, um, or they it's, no, actually... it's almost never an inquiry uh, about your services. It's always no. like, check out my latest song, man. <laughs> Who are you? And Watch and they, you know, and and every one of those gets a solicitation <laughs> back in a reply. And I'd love to master your new song, you know. And oh uh, yeah, there you go. It, with links, you know, and uh, smart. Um, <laughs> You know, if you're going to solicit me, I'm not going to like berate you for soliciting me. I'm just going to solicit you back. Um, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't solicit people like, uh, like that. You yeah. Know? No. I, I, I have people that I, uh, um, reach out to and, uh, see if there's any interest in discussing something, right. you know? Um, and I think, you know, that's a cold call. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You just, it's how you approach it. You know, you, you it's don't. It's part of doing business. You don't, you don't. Yeah, um, but you don't send somebody a bunch of links, you know, and and beg for uh, 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 likes and shares and and no, uh, to, to follow desperate. their channels and everything. Yeah, that that whole desperation is such a turnoff. Yeah, know? and it, it is, and it's it's the the big difference is, and I and I know that you do this the right way because you're just that kind of guy. When you do a cold outreach, you don't do it haphazardly. You do it by researching somebody who's potentially. You know who's who's like a good fit for you. You do that research up front. Yeah. Well, I'm kind. Of, yeah. When I do that, I'm reaching out because wow, I would like to. I'd really like to work with this person or company or whatever. You know, right. I, I I've seen some stuff that uh, made me um, really go neat, man. I uh, th- that's cool. I'd like to um, have some involvement in that if that would be possible. And and I, and I let them know. You know, and I, right. and I and I let them know why. You know. Uh, you know this post. Um, I thought was really cool and, and it made me really think how I could, uh, um, um, help and, you know, and be a service for what you're doing here. And, yeah. and also it's really cool. I'd love to be involved in that, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, when, it, if I feel excited about someone else's stuff, you know, in that way, then mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't have a it problem. Makes everything better. Reaching out. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, I wouldn't reach out to something or someone that, uh, um, didn't like 
trigger my my passion button for something, you know? Right, uh, right. And uh, yeah, you know, so, so it's, that's completely different than like hashtag scraping or keyword scraping and and just yeah. spamming a whole bunch of people just on the hopes that it's going to hit. Because that's yeah, that's no way to that's no way to get yourself out there. Yeah, and while it's you know it's small and selective, um, it gives you the opportunity to kind of define. And I think it's important to define who's your who's your perfect customer. Mm-hmm. You know, and to and to really have that set well in your mind as to what and who is exactly the one that you'd like to reproduce over and over and over again, you know, right. as, as, as all your, if all my customers could be like, you know, yeah, yeah. and then go find them, you know, right. yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. And that's not a new concept, although the name of that has changed over time. I just got done rereading the E-Myth Revisited and um, oh, yeah. he had a name for it. And what we call it now is a customer avatar. But um, he wrote that back in, gosh, like the early 2000s. Yeah. And uh, he had a completely different name for it. I don't think I, I, I didn't read Revisit it. I read the, the, the first edition of that. But Oh, um, yeah. Reread it. It's um it's good. Uh, or re- read the Revisit it. <laughs> yeah. I was just over at Barnes & Noble a couple of weeks ago, and I was actually looking for it, and I couldn't find it. Um, oh. I, 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 I really kind of wanted to have a... Uh, a physical copy of it. And, yeah. I mean, I, I have a physical copy of it and um, I've just started the practice of underlining things in pencil because it's got, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of nuggets of wisdom, even though I'm it, sure my it, copy is laying there next to like the Hilton head metabolism diet, you know, um, <laughs> the zone. <laughs> <laughs> they came out about the same time. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Um, yeah. How can yeah. I become a better businessman and lose 40 pounds? Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, that's going to take two books. <laughs> going to say, yeah, it's going to. Well, it's going to take one. Uh, read Atomic Habits. That's a. That's I have. It's up, upstairs. My son actually just received it, and uh, I asked him if I could borrow it, and he said yes. And oh, it's yeah. actually a hardcover version of it. Yeah, I have a hardcover version too. He got it. He got it for his birthday. So. Oh, nice. Um, what a cool gift. That is a cool gift. Yeah, it's, it's a. It's actually a really good book because it's applicable to basically. It, it's like it's like meta advice. It's applicable to anything that you want to progress in. Yeah. And it's it's fairly easy to follow because it it breaks it down to the smallest next step. I figure I start reading into it and go, oh yeah, that's glaring. Oh yeah, oh, oh that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's funny that we're talking about all this because this is kind of in line with what I've been doing this week. I was showing this to somebody yesterday. This is my um, this is a flow chart of my uh, my project intake and that's on customer. paper. It's on because I do a lot of I do a lot of stuff on paper. Yeah. It's on paper. I know, because learning a new tool, just to mind map it or whatever, and it's like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to get a That pen. would work perfectly for a mind map, you know? I know, but then there's learn free mind, mind maps. Map. Would you stop? I know, I signed up for Miro, and then I canceled that account. I'm like, well, I don't have time for all of these things. <laughs> no, I'm trying to streamline. I just love that it's on paper. I'm trying to streamline, not add things to my plate, even though I yeah. just signed up for two different project management software. Was that in pen? Pen and pencil. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I drew so do you do you do it in pencil first, and then when you're like that's it, that's it, then you like go over the top of it again in pen um, to make it permanent. I did that just as a way of highlighting. Now we're, we're now we're totally off on my process of talking about my process. I don't like that. <laughs> it's getting too meta. Uh, I'm, I'm just sorry, saying the, this is what I'm working thing, on this week. The whole is my process on paper thing was just like <laughs> wow. Okay, that's sorry. what papers for. Yeah. Paper and pencil. 
No, I'm 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 I've drawn my a picture of my intake process, my whole customer lifecycle process, and I'm looking for places where I can um, streamline, where I can automate, where I can where I'm missing, for instance, documentation or or uh, you know letters or you know what I mean, just like. Yeah. Looking for looking for holes, looking for ways to just make it better for for me and for for my clients. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on this week. I got a whole page of recommendations for planning myself. out automation on paper. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> I find that hilarious, man. <laughs> it's faster because I already know how to use a pen and paper. I don't have sure. to learn a piece yeah. of software to do this. <laughs> Because that's you, a rabbit hole. Do you think I'm like, okay, it's what faster. mind mapping software is the best? Let me go try five of them and see which one. And then I lose a week. <laughs> I could have just drawn it on a piece of paper in five minutes. I've, mind mapping has been fun. I, you know, uh, the, I think the software offers something that uh, um, you don't get on paper. And, and it, it's like, the, you know, to look at it and try to just, you know, try to discern that's really how I think about things, you know, and. And like just this like uh, uh, crazy vine, right? A tangled vine, <laughs> you know. When I look at it, so it mind mapping software has never really worked out for me because I think I don't I don't necessarily uh, organize my mind in that way. That's what I was gonna say. I've yeah. never found one that that is intuitive to me enough, or, or that really actually maps the way that I think about stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, is like you think about something like. Um, Trello, neither did it. Yeah. You know, and after some time spent with it and it's like, you know, how did I not get this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's how kind of with mind mapping, I just keep trying it because it, uh, I, th I believe that it's something that will click with me, you know? <laughs> and speaking of click, I'm actually experimenting this week with a software called ClickUp, which is like Trello. But mm -hmm. includes mind mapping and some other stuff. And uh, oh, really? I'm looking at it as an alternative <clears throat> to Trello, which um, I have used, uh, which I've used, but I use it kind of as a set and forget. Like once I put it there, then I move on. And it's and going back to it is not as intuitive as creating something in it. If that makes any sense, is it collaborative? So I, yes. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's free too for the base tier. So um, take a look. Set up an account. Take a look at it. You might, you might like it. I'm finding it, it's very simple to use. And um, what I'm looking for, here's what I'm really looking for. I want a piece of software that, that I can build a custom dashboard in. And in my, and I'm, I think I mentioned this before, uh, in my dashboard have like, here's all the sites I need to visit on a regular basis. Here's a link to my, this page. And here's a link to my, this page. And here's a link to my HubSpot. It doesn't need to be integrated, but just a, a way of having a single pane of glass. Like I do, for instance, on my, um, banking, you know, a single pane of glass where I can see all my accounts, see all my balances and everything that I want to have like right there important. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I can do something like that. With Have you ever looked at any of the Atla Atlassian products? I can't remember if it's well, it, Trello. If it's, they bought Trello. They own Trello now. Oh, okay. Well, like Confluence, what you're describing to me there. Um, hmm. sound, but I don't know if Confluence has a uh, free plan or not. Hmm. Um, but that would, I mean, Confluence is a documentation uh, site, yeah. you know, but it's on steroids. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everything that you just said there, I was like, well, you could just say, you know, there, here's my links document, my, my daily thing. I go visit the stock every day, you yeah. know. Um, I think but, you can uh, do that with Notion. Notion.io, which does have a free plan. 
Yeah. And it doesn't have to be free, but I, you know, I need to, I need to have it free for at least two weeks so I can have time to really play with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a couple things. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying this out. I kind of like it so far, but, um, it's one of those things that, you know, how much do you pour into it to figure out if you like it or not? And then maybe that now you have to do something else with all that information you put in there. Yeah. Well, you've got to, you know, it shouldn't take too long. Um, you know, uh, give yourself, actually set yourself a, uh, a like window, a weekend. uh, yeah, like you know, weekend. and, and, you know, time box it. We're going, you know, mm -hmm, I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm going to give two hours to this and, yep. and in two hours, if I haven't, uh, decided that it's worth continuing on, then I'm done. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's a really I, good idea. If I found some things in it that I like, but I'm still not sure, let's mm -hmm. uh, assess and, and create another time box to look into those things, you know, and, yeah. uh, um, you know, and do it like that. Uh, um, smart. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you might find something that you like about it. And, and in most cases, I think you'll, you'll go, yeah, this has got like two or three things that I really like. And then about six that I don't think I would use. Um, mm -hmm. uh, is that worth it for me then do right. those two or three things? Do, is that going to boost my productivity and, and, uh, organization to a point that, uh, you know, uh, creates a benefit and, you know, definitely, uh, you know, but I would definitely proof a concept everything that you do, and and if need be, uh, do it in a in a time box fashion so that you don't lose a whole weekend into it. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I think I'll do that. I'll do that this weekend. And, but stick to the time box. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, define it first, and then uh, go. You know, set the timer, and then go spend an hour on it, and see where you get with it. You know, if it's not intuitive, you'll know that within the first hour. You're going, I, I didn't really get anywhere in an hour with this. That's not a good sign. So Yeah, I, I, I did spend a half an hour with it and found it very intuitive, um, unlike Notion, which I, I thought was too open-ended. Anyway. Yeah. I think any of these things, you know, like, um, I like draw.io. Oh, and, yeah. and so I do all my planning. Um, I, you know, I like my patch bay planning and, and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I've, I've done my studio layout, you know, and like you can just do, it's all kinds of drawings and flow charts and stuff like that. And, uh, and especially, and it's handy if you need to do it in, in any sort of scale as well, mm -hmm. but, um, mm -hmm. um, it's not an architectural drawing program. It's a flow charting and, and planning, right. planning kind of thing. And literally, you know, that was one of those things I grabbed, I started messing with it, and in 10 minutes I was drawing, you know? And yeah, I was like, this is great. Use. Yeah, you know, I I don't have a, a vast experience with with uh, drawing applications like that. Yeah, you know? and uh, but yeah, uh, you know, you need to create a flow chart. I, I bet you can uh, be up and running, you know, on something like that, you know, in ten or fifteen minutes. And I think that's a good sign, you know, when you're trying to look into and maybe adopt something new. If you're right. actually, uh, if it's intuitive and you're you're kind of getting it within just you know ten or fifteen minutes, then I think. Yeah, let's let's keep going forward with this and see, you know, and keep working with it. And, yeah, it's uh, like when you get a new guitar pedal, you know, it's good when you kind of lose track of time just playing with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, an hour just went by. I must like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, like I, I have this uh, uh, reverb pedal. It's it, it's got so many. Uh, you can sit down and play with different settings for hours, man, mm. and just uh, discover uh, what it has. You know, so it's uh, stuff like that. But um, not only. It, you know, it's daunting when you first come into it, but then it becomes fun because there's all these little things to discover, you know, in, in small increments that, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. oh, so, oh, that was really cool, man. You know, how would I use yeah. that? And, and, uh, yeah, just getting inspiration from, uh, something like that, you know? Yeah. I have a couple of pedals that it reminds me of, um, yeah. Draw, one of the things I like about draw.io is that not only is it super easy to use and it has like a lot of built-in you know pictures of things that you can just throw into your flow chart you can also make good diagrams with it um yeah 
is that there is a there's a web version of it you can do in a browser, but there's also an application version that you can download and just have a local app. Yep. I think it's Java based. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I didn't even think of that one. I already have that. Uh, for like mind mapping and stuff. <laughs> you could use it for that. They've, you know, <laughs> you can mind mapping, you can use any flowchart, um, you know. Or and, you can just use a piece of paper. Just, <laughs> <or a piece laughs> of paper. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to you. Oh, um, something that you mentioned uh, earlier that uh, I wanted to ask you about. Um, oh, you mentioned autoresponders. So yeah, um, to help make it look like you are, as I like to call it, because I came up with this idea, because I feel like my wife thinks I'm infinitely available. Um, <laughs> my term, infinitely available, like I am always on, always on standby waiting for your input um, or your request. Well, what do you, do you use those to let people know that you're not going to be available for a week or do you leave those? I mean, how, what do you do when you're going to take a week away from stuff? Do you let your active clients know that you're going to be um, taking a break? How do you notify your, your, uh, you know, incoming requests? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, uh, definitely any active clients, uh, you know, I'm going to be out uh, on vacation or whatever. And, uh, I let them know, uh, in, you know, in person or, or directly, you know, and, yep. um, and then as far as my other systems go, uh, it just depends on what I feel my availability while I'm away is going to be. If I'm going to be off the grid, then yeah, uh, I'll give a, like an out of, out of office thing. Mm -hmm. So let me give a note here. All of my autoresponders that are, are that are email um, yeah. use a do not reply address oh, okay. that, that I've created um, because, well, one thing is, is that I generally don't give out my direct email uh, to other than to uh, clients or, or people that I've potentially going to be clients uh, with proposals and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so, so any autoresponder stuff is, is provided from a do not reply email address. And same mm -hmm. thing with my my um, newsletter, because I've got a lot of people signing up for a newsletter that I have no idea there are uh, who they are. And you got to understand the reason I do this is because there's a lot of bot harvesters out there for email addresses. Sure, sure. Um, you know, and then uh, I'm trying to control, uh, you know, that type of thing from uh, from overtaking my email account. So it's it has nothing to do with the people, the legitimate people, or anything like that. It, it yeah. is. Uh, uh, really trying to pre-qualify that that it's not a bot contacting sure, sure. me, and so I use a do not reply, which is uh, unmonitored. I, I I have never looked at it. I don't look at that <laughs> email address, and I let you know in that re auto response that uh, it's an unmonitored email address. I'm not available right now, and um, uh, you know, and then I'll get back within 24. If I'm going to be out uh, for longer than that, I might update that message. Mm -hmm. I really haven't though. I mean, just about anywhere I go. I'm going to be able to respond on my phone and I don't mind that. And in which case then I'd, I'd reply and say, Hey, I'm, um, I'm out of the office for a week. So I'll be back to, uh, in touch with you when I get back on Monday or whatever. And yeah, uh, that's essentially what I do. Cause yeah. I, I mean, I have my phone and that's just, that's a quick email. Hi, thanks for your contact. I mean, and you can do that auto, but you know, if I had more, yeah. if I had more inquiries coming in, I'd probably do that auto. But I, I could set, I could set up auto responder on, uh, on my email, but then again, I'd have to reply uh, with my email address. Right. Uh, and I only, I really, I only want to do that for, um, for customers or for, uh, for those that are pre-qualifying that uh, I've verified that, you know, yeah. aren't, aren't bots. So that makes sense. 
that's how I do it anyway. But I, I any, no matter if I'm on vacation or what, I, I usually just try to respond. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, you know, it's not. Yeah. Um, it just takes a few seconds really. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to be off the grid, then I, I, I would probably take time to update my message and I, you know, I, I'm out. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll get back with you on the 10th, you know, or whatever. And, uh, uh, thanks so much for contacting us. Right. Type of thing. I'm pretty much never off the grid. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen too often. I, I, I kind of dream about it once in a while. And, yeah. But anywhere that we go now, uh, it's different. Um, 10, you know, 10 or 12 years ago could be driving across the country and uh, not have any cellular reception anywhere, but, oh, you know, uh, right. Idaho, Montana and, and stuff like that. Uh, which is no longer the case. You can uh, uh, basically get coverage anywhere at this point. Um, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much if I don't respond in an hour, I'm either sleeping or driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if that answers your question, I mean, that's kind of how yeah, I do yeah, it. Yeah, I was just curious. I just there try was to stick a period, with the flow. But. There was a period where I took some advice and I thought, okay, I'm going to put an autoresponder on my email that says, hi, I received your email. You know, like some companies do. Hi, I received your email get back to within 24 hours but then it was just responding to everything because <laughs> yeah. you can't be really it's, it's like a, it's like an all or nothing and it's like yeah no that's now different. um now if you have uh um it's different if, if you have an organization uh, you can you can filter by you know responses by only emails within your organization which is different you know right um uh but outside of the organization i uh i just leave that up to the uh um the do not reply autoresponder and then I'll yeah. follow. I'll see it. I'll see the notification. Yeah. Um, I just found that for me, it was too much. It was so much more trouble to set all that up it, just to have it say, I'm going to respond when mm -hmm. already I was going to respond within yeah. the time allotted. It's like an extra email for nothing and extra work for nothing for me personally. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. That's, that's how I deal with it. I just try to keep it simple. And then, uh, cause main thing is I, uh, it, if I don't have to go in and update the autoresponders and stuff like that, that's great. You know, I'd, I'd rather just take a few minutes and, yeah. um, and, uh, respond when I can, um, and try and keep it within my policy of 24 hours or, uh, or next business day. Yeah. Yeah. Simple is important. Yep. And, and to eliminate confusion also important. Yeah. Those are like the two important things. And so, that's why I don't use mind map software. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that was a, that was a, that was a, that was a good discussion. Yeah. About a bunch of different things. Yeah, actually, I don't think we even got into what we had talked about for our topic. Um, no, that's okay. I yeah. think this was better. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll put that in the back pocket for next time. Whatever yep. it was. I can't remember right now. Cool. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, man. It's good talking to you. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully I looked at the camera more today. I've been trying to make I think you did. I think you did. I actually got rid of I don't have any desk in front of me here. And it's just nothing between me and the camera. So... Other than having uh, looking over here and if you're showing something or whatever, because you're on showing screen over here, Iron and, Maiden. Um, nice. You can always do what uh, what they do at those, you know, Sears Photo Studios. Put a little stuffed animal next to your camera oh. <laughs> so that you remember to look at it. <laughs> so it's nice and tall. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your head, tilt your head, and look over here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, buddy. All right. Okay. Hey, thanks for the thanks for the chat and talk to you later, Matt. And uh listeners and viewers, thank you so much. And have yeah, a great thank week. you. We appreciate you all. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>